0: Welcome to Phil and David talk about Barry. Uh, that's Phil over there. Here I am. Here, there he is, and I'm David over here. And we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about Barry. We're gonna talk about the latest episode. That's right. We're actually coming back weekly this time. Uh, this episode seven one zero. And I don't. I didn't quite get what the episode title was supposed to be in reference to. Uh, but it doesn't matter.
1: No. No, there's plenty to talk about, and I, none of my notes are about the episode title. So,
0: right. no, um, no, I'm just giving people. There's some plenty
1: comedy. other stuff taking that up.
0: Oh man, oh, there's there's just so much uh, in this in this episode, and where where even to to begin? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, well, first I'll say, uh, Phil, I have some beignets here, but if you could wait until the end of the episode um, to have any.
1: Uh, yes um did well, when you picked those up did you get a lot of like life advice from uh mitch uh, oh, behind man. the counter i didn't i didn't expect
0: in season three <laughs> for them to introduce what might be my new favorite character
1: that guy is awesome yes uh,
0: uh, mitch the the beignet store owner the uh, beignet
1: guy yeah the <laughs> baker
0: who almost every character almost every main character has a meaningful conversation with
1: not just main character. Um, uh, the the lady comes in after after Hank leaves. Yes, and it's like I had that talk with my daughter, and, that, and Mitch goes and, and like that, oh. like he has this running <laughs> therapist relationship with everybody, and there's a line down the block. It's so funny. Yes,
0: that was just like that was such a perfect way to kind of because you're like, okay, this is like really weird, but then like this you know woman that we'll never see again coming in and having that line, is. Yes. And she's so excited to talk to him about it. Uh, it's it's just like in in this world, there is this super super <laughs> laid back, um, unaffected beignet oh, shop I owner, did baker, yeah, uh, who apparently is fixing everybody's life and makes great beignets.
1: The, I think the, the best, they introduced him with the best character, which was Sally, who gushes like that to everybody. Right. So you think this is her just doing that to some random guy. And then he's like, no, nah, man, you don't want to work with Banshee. You got, yeah. it tells the story of starting his own bakery. and Yeah, he uh,
0: worked at a churro shop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I don't know, there's just something, Um, I think the top note I have here is that this is the most surreal episode of Barry yet. In a in a weird kind of offbeat show, this this episode gets really weird and I think this is just like one of those examples of how how strange it lets itself be. Weirder more surreal than Ronnie Lily? I think so. I think the the GTA uh ending of, oh, gosh, uh sure climax is. ending to this um the weird uh just sort of there's a whole scene dedicated to Barry's roommates recording an unfunny comedy album <laughs> yes. and i mean it's just like it's so focused on these small inconsequential elements um, and then it has like Fuchs having an entire emotional character arc in,
0: in the span of about 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> yes. It it, it just is things like that. It It's, it's really, really bizarre. And I feel like this is, this is an episode that Bill Hader wrote and just said, I'm going to just get as silly as I want to get and not edit myself. And um, thank God he did not. It, it yeah. and it's brilliant. I I absolutely I watched this episode twice in a row yesterday, and um, I just I I love it so much. There's so much great stuff going on mm-hmm. in this thirty minutes.
0: Yeah, and I, again, yet again, I'm like I get to the end of that thirty minutes. I'm like, come on, uh, and
1: yes. it's, <laughs> and it starts with
0: uh, it starts with Fuchs seemingly getting unceremoniously uh, killed in the desert. Right. Um, which I knew, like, I knew he wasn't dead, but there was also part of me that's like, what if they just killed. The I was main exactly character? the same way. Like, just, yeah, these, these dirt bike, uh, dirt bags shoot him and just walk away.
1: I don't think it would be unheard of for this show to have an kind of anticlimactic end to a big character like that, just to sort of. Subvert expectations, especially in an episode like this that is so strange. Mm-hmm. But then, then we get Fuchs's
0: journey, as you said. He gets <laughs> picked up by these ranchers, um, and they 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 nurse him back to health. And he is like falling for their beautiful daughter, uh, and 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 he seems almost for a moment like he was in in Chechnya, like he was almost ready to give up. Right, everything about Barry.
1: He was he was enjoying the simple life of what he believed to be the Mexican desert. <laughs> right,
0: <laughs> we're only <laughs> we're only twenty miles from L.A. There's a, There's Starbucks, a Starbucks right over right, that yeah, mountain. Right over there. But
1: <laughs> oh, uh, and like the meaningful uh, conversation he has with the dad in the pickup truck is just it. it it's it plays like, you know, where Fuchs is at in his head, but it also kind of plays like a parody of those kind of scenes That's, at the same yes, time. Absolutely. Um, And like the music and everything. And he's like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, amigo. Yeah. And it's just it's such a a brilliantly executed uh, scene and character arc. For Fuchs to go on this this complete journey, mm-hmm. and then just go immediately back to where he was at the beginning, right, yeah, and, right back and to abandon the, the family in the desert. And I think it says
0: a lot about the character of Fuchs too, because uh, he he was very similar to when he was in Chechnya. You know, he he was on this little farm yeah. uh, with these with these goats and this beautiful woman who is apparently very into him, just as the the uh, woman is here. Uh, and he can just have this nice. Qu- calm quiet life
1: a simple life yeah
0: and uh, and then there's some for something reminds him of Barry this time it's that variety it's the variety article oh I can't remember the title of it but it's about like
1: uh, for, former toxic man former child, child helps vet through acting or something but it's it, the former toxic man the child, child. <laughs> of being a headline <laughs> in variety it's so hilarious
0: yeah, this is an episode, we talked about, like, how the comedy is woven in here, but there's something about the way the comedy was in this, it, it was funnier, while, like, not sacrificing any of, like, the super great moments um, that came, and, like, the way they were, like, woven in to some of these, like, really insane parts, uh, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great episode uh, all around, I would say.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think the... The most cartoony and sort of, I think the thing that worked the least and it still worked for me to a certain extent was the meeting that Sally had
0: with oh, the Banshee
1: yeah. exec, and they just are making like weird the, the, sound Vanessa effects or, noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, Which I, it still kind of works in the context of what they were doing.
0: Right. It, it, it plays along with that algorithm thing that they were like talking about last time, right? Where it's like, uh, yes. You know, like the, these people are so sort of like out of touch with
1: actually like being human in this entertainment world. They have their own language. Yeah. they have their own uh, uh, kind of set of rules. Uh huh. Like
0: you know, eh. But she can do. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I saw. I saw somebody online being like, I just. You just feel like somebody who worked on the show had that meeting at some point in their life. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> it, and that, I think that's maybe why. Um, it, it didn't connect, like, it's the same thing with like, um, once upon a time in Hollywood, which I think is a, a really great movie, but it's not like my favorite Tarantino because it's, it's like, this is a movie for people who work in Hollywood. This is like a inside baseball kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, that they, they're connecting with on a way that, that we never will. And I feel like this scene was kind of that in that same ballpark.
0: Yeah, I, I I totally get that. Um I I also like totally got though like what they were what they were going for. Yeah. Um uh, and I I also really like Vanessa Bayer, who was um the the woman from Banshee uh in that scene. And I
1: and I've I have seen her in something before, but I couldn't I couldn't place her and I, I didn't look her up. But, she um, she's
0: I mean she is a uh you know, she's a hardworking comedian actor. Um, she's been kind of ton- like Darcy
1: Carden where she's just in like a ton of, uh, sketch stuff and comedy.
0: Yeah. She was in, uh, she was on SNL for, Oh, for like seven years. So probably saw her, um, doing something okay. there. And, uh, I know she has a, a show coming out that she is like, she is the, um, like main character of she also, and I will always talk about, uh,
1: this show. I think you should leave. Um, I, I, I haven't seen that but i've had so many people be uh, like yes you need to check that out it's um, it's so great it's sketch
0: comedy on netflix episodes are like 16 minutes long so they're super easy to get through them um cool. but she she has a great bit sort of similar to this where she is trying to write like the uh the perfect caption for like a brunch picture and she's just uh she's just going like over the top and i i I won't say some of it because some of the stuff that she says is absolutely insane, and don't want to spoil it. But yeah, uh, can't recommend that enough. Uh, just wanted to call out uh, Vanessa Bayer; great to see her here. A lot of a lot of great, just like actors showing up in this season. Um, we talked about Laura San Giacomo last year. Yep. Her last episode.
1: Um, and she, she's back this week too. She is. Yeah. Let's, uh, let so We're getting more, more of her storyline. It looks like that's going to kind of flesh out a little bit.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the, the Kusino storyline. Cause that, that's pretty uh, unattached to Barry at this point. Um, Sally, you know, they just kind of touched on, Oh man, we'll have to talk about the text message. Uh, but, oh my. <laughs> but Kusino, Kusino, um, gets offered to do this show and uh, wants to bring her in. Cause we, you know, we were talking about like, how is, how is he going to try and make amends? And we see right. like, we see how, you know, he, he, he invites her, like he has this thing he's going to do. And so he wants her to be creatively involved, wants to do a collaboration fight. You don't want to do a collaboration. Fine. It's all yours. And I will just do whatever you tell me.
1: Um, yeah. It, it was, it was, um, Just uh, this huge gesture uh, that I think it surprises her on the show, but I think it also surprises the viewers. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, Gene's not fucking around. He really is trying. He's making a a real effort here.
0: Yeah, right. He's not just doing this to, like, make himself feel better. Um, This is, like, the first, not the first, but this is, like, the, the real, like, he is doing something big. And uh, it it totally feels sincere. It's not like he's expecting, like he's he's offering this and hoping that she'll say no so he can still do whatever. He offers it and then is like, you know, think about it and then walks away and you totally feel like she could say, yeah, I'll take 100% of this and you will just do what I say. And he would be like,
1: okay, great. Let's do right. it. Uh, it's, I, th- I think we kind of get that he's for real because last week we saw him put his his son and his grandson in a house. Yeah. Uh, he has like these, these generous, uh, gestures that he's, he's trying. And it, you put that against, um, like the season before when he's trying to reconcile with his son and he's like basically offering him to go be the caretaker of his lake house. Right.
0: Where Janice got murdered. Where Janice
1: was (laughs) murdered. And, um, and now we're seeing sort of uh, like a, a genuine effort. Um, where he's and he's trying to give her back the career that he stole from her mm-hmm. essentially.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying his storyline and his arc and I'm very excited just to see where where it goes next. Um, I'm enjoying kind of all the the storylines right now. So
1: just before we get away from the Gene storyline, the guy who plays his agent. Yes, Fre- Fred uh, Malamed that he's also like a big that guy and i just want to call out a movie that he was in it's called in a world about oh, yes. uh yeah, he plays the voice over yeah he's the dad yeah, he's the yeah. <laughs> the guy the in a world guy mm-hmm. um with dimitri martin and uh, lake, uh bell. lake bell and that movie is great and if you it shows up on streaming services here and there. If you run across it, watch that movie. Uh, he's awesome in it. And it's just such a, uh incredible movie about voiceover.
0: Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's been in 10 million things. You can look him yeah. up and find something you've been, uh, he's been in. He was the, uh, like the main antagonist of the end of Adventure Time. Uh, he's a dude who's been, I mean, you know, you look at his IMDb and he's got 114 credits.
1: All over it, yeah, yeah.
0: So he's, uh, you know, he's he's putting in the work, as they say, for uh, sure. And he's and he's really fun as the agent. Uh, we didn't talk about he's, it. He's great as the agent. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about it last week. But when he's just walking around with Gene, uh, listing all the things that Gene has been called <laughs> over the years, <laughs> and it's apparently been going on for like twenty minutes, uh, is a really really funny scene.
1: And when uh, when Gene tells him. Uh... This was last week. Gene tells him his life is in danger because he thinks Barry's going to kill him. And <laughs> he just automatically goes, Gene, I've told you, it's racist. I know Tony Danza's mad at you, but that doesn't mean he's put a hit out on you. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's just, again, you get the rantings of Gene like secondhand. It's so good.
0: Yeah. I just love all the things we learn about Gene <laughs> kind of like through <laughs> snippets from other people. Yes. Like, none of it seems, like, like unusual, too. Like, everything we learn is like, yep, that, that yeah. makes sense.
1: Yeah, this fits with who we know this character to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really enjoy. And I I, just, I also love the opening in this where it's like, how'd you get in my house? And he never acknowledges. He just keeps, like, no, I have this thing to pitch you. And he just keeps being like, why are you in my house?
1: And then just Sitting on his bed. Yeah.
0: Just completely ignoring the question.
1: Oh... Um, uh, yeah, you brought it up, but the uh, the text message oh, that yes. that Barry sends to uh, Sally uh, initially made me laugh because I've done that exact thing. Uh, I, I talk to text all the time, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> the radio will say something, or the PA in the store that I'm in, and that will end up in the text message that I send to somebody,
0: yeah. Uh, but, uh
1: yeah, so funny.
0: Well, and the stuff because he's walking around like a I don't know like a J C Pennies or something.
1: One of those kind of stores, yeah. Uh,
0: and he is, uh, yeah, talking out loud <laughs> to 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 this text to uh, to Sally. I mean, just like immediately, it's leaning, it's going into how Barry is not aware of how broken he is because uh, he's like. You know, sorry, uh, or you—you are totally right that I'm a violent person, and I'm—I'm right. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry that I just he starts listing through the things that he he said very uh, loudly very... in a in a
1: in a, a store full of people. Yes. Yeah,
0: uh, and he's like, yeah, he's just listening like the stuff that he said he would do about the boss, like yelling at you at work. And then I love, <laughs> um, I love that it just cuts to. Sally reading the text. Yes, <laughs> and it's like it's interspersed with Barry's just off the hand remarks as he's looking at. Oh something. wow, it's
1: forty percent off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Other people talking to him, sir. You're being really loud. And then just like when it fails to to get the talk to text, and it's just random words. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good, and I just
1: love like oh bullet dodged. It it. it that I think that's the button on it it is that it I'm I'm trying to articulate it but like this show is doing all this just off the wall silly comedy but it's still informing character and still sort of like moving the plot forward somehow. And and I think the that balance that they're striking um, is is just amazing because, it, you know, it is just sort of like constantly demonstrating how out of touch Barry is and how he doesn't understand how to how to um how to behave in in society. Mm-hmm. That he's just screaming, "Yes, I'm a violent asshole!" into his phone in the middle of his store, and then like that, yeah, that cut to like bullet dodge and and Sally's like realizing. Oh my god, Barry's crazy. Like <laughs> right. he, he's he not is. just like my my kind of toxic ex-boyfriend. Like he is literally insane and and out of touch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that he views there is nothing wrong with saying all of this uh out loud in a department store when there's and I and I love the people just turning to look at him. And I like that like and this is something too where they blend in all the absurdity with enough realism where like, not everybody stops to look at him, but like people do sort of like catch on, you know, some people are just like, I'm just going to mind my own business going around. But some people are just staring, uh, as he is right. going on. And he, he is, he is oblivious. He is just out of his mind, like not even thinking about it. Um, and I was trying to find what we were talking about. I was trying to find a transcript of the text, but nobody's done that yet. Um, and gosh, I, I wish that I had it because it's it's just it's pure. It's gotta pure be madness. on
1: a subreddit along with I'm, like replacing sure your dog with a slightly a different, different dog, dog. Oh, or man. uh replacing yeah. furniture in some form.
0: Yeah. He he saw uh sent her a meaningful text um you know that, on that subreddit. Right, <laughs> with, right. Uh one again one once again want to call out uh Jesse Hodges, who is um Sally's agent. Who's the one that has the bullet dodge line, but I also loved her after the after Sally's beignet scene. Yes. <laughs> They're walking down the street and she's eating them. And some woman tries to grab them out of her. Tries to take them. <laughs> <laughs> just the way she like pulls it away and shouts at her.
1: Um, oh, it's so funny.
0: Yeah. And they just have never once, like, never once talked about the fact that this character is pregnant. Um, but the character just yeah. is pregnant. And it's like not like it's not consumed her on the show i just love that it is just like yep she's pregnant but she is still a human being uh she is still working this is the first time we've seen her like pregnancy side come out uh and it was
1: it it was perfectly handled great comedy gold it's as close to a mention with uh, and it's it is a kind of stereotype pregnancy joke but it's God, it's executed so yeah. funny. Like, it's so out of nowhere when she's ready to fight that lady. Because <laughs> well, this woman's just so grabbing so the box, trying to grab the box
0: out of her hand. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would snap. Apparently amazing
1: beignets. Uh, beignets I, by me. I, I would love to try them. Uh, everybody seemed very happy to find them. Yes. Uh, um, or, about or Barry in the store payments. and not knowing how to relate to people, it did take me back to uh, season one when he shows up at the party. and Oh, gosh they're like, "Oh, that's a interesting outfit, Barry." And he's like, "Yeah, the manic. it was on the mannequin when I went to the <laughs> yeah. store." Like he just like <laughs> yeah. doesn't even know how to dress for parties. And it's just sort of this moment struck me as very like in line with that and very kind of a through line for the character being oblivious. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And uh, that's that's great now for us to talk about the motorcycle chase uh, or the dirt bike chase, I should say. Uh, yeah, w- which Bill Hader directing this episode, f- fantastic job, um, unreal. It's it's just so good. So the the Taylor the, the uh, family is now hunting Barry, um, and I just gosh, I love that whole family is kind of stupid, <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of yeah. Uh, and I I mean I just love like they're so upset that Barry talked bad about the hot tub, <laughs> but then like still right. shoot fukes. That's-
1: Uh, That's their triggering uh, uh, offense for them,
0: and then and then like when they find him, they're just sitting outside of his car. Like, I think this is the guy.
1: What do we do? I don't know. Shoot him. Uh, (laughs) It's didn't have a plan. It's such a weird start to it. I love the the. You're my buddy. Yeah, he's just like he's just kind of singing this casual going to a dinner, and it just like they're looking at him they're kind of comparing the the picture of him but then he just goes and like it just the chase just starts almost mm-hmm. from from nothing uh and then the escalation of it from there from from starting at nothing it it just escalates in such a strange way mm-hmm. um that i just kind of I had to watch it again just to kind of get my, try to get my head around uh, where this went. Ronnie Lilly's a really great comparison, but that whole thing kind of felt more organic Mm. and more like a traditional story, kind of a one note story, but a, but a story. And this just sort of felt like, um, I mean, it looked very much like GTA. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think intentionally, but it did. It just sort of, sort of escalated into something other than Barry mm-hmm. in, in a good way. I'm not, I'm not even, it's kind of like those Simpsons episodes where like uh, uh, Homer meets his spirit animal and, you know, he goes into this like weird psychedelic dream world or yeah, he goes into the 3d world. You're like, this is so different from, what the show usually is, but I still like it. And yeah. I, I'm not sure what other better comparison I could make.
0: I, I totally understand uh, where you're coming from. It's and, and it's like the show is played. I, it kind of feels and they've been doing this. Sorry. I'm trying to collect my thoughts. It's like a bunch are coming to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> this started really in the first season. I mean, you have those dream sequences for very obviously dream sequences, but then there was the last episode, um, when Barry and Sally are together, and they're at the lake house, and that right. f- felt like such a fantasy. It felt so disconnected, but then you like realize, like, oh no, this is actually happening. And then, you know, you see, you see where that went to. So the show kind of has always sort of played with that in in a way that, like, even though this dirt bike chase happens, uh, and th- the the way that it all plays out is just so insane, it doesn't feel out of place in In the world of the show, um, and I just love too, like again, like with how oblivious Barry is, like he runs over that one biker, and I love how that was shot, where it was not, we didn't it, watch it
1: is amazing, yeah, yes,
0: we didn't watch like. Oh, from the outside, the biker hitting going through like we are the camera's on Barry the whole time, then all of a sudden
1: it's like, oh, is that the biker? <laughs> like just suddenly yeah, he crashes. It takes, yeah. It does. It takes you a second to realize what you're seeing.
0: And I had to go um, back.
1: That guy's all of a sudden in the passenger
0: seat. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to go back too, because there's the one that gets hit by the truck behind. And you only see that in the rear view.
1: It's it that shot. That first bit of the the chase is shot so I think brilliantly. Cause there is so much like subtlety mm-hmm. in it, even as it's kind of like loud, crazy shit is happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then Barry like hits the guy and you think like, okay, this is now a crime scene. Uh, You know, police will probably come or whatever, but no, it just cuts to Barry is on, the, is on the bike. <laughs> he stole from the biker and he's still singing. He's still singing. He just thinks like, oh, well, I just got to get to this dinner. Cause that is like, he's in a suit yeah. with the bakery box <laughs> and, <laughs> on, a, on a dirt bike. And he's just, he's got to get to this dinner. Uh, but of course the, they're not done chasing after him. And uh, then they get on the, the freeway uh, oh, in the, the part when he goes, starts going in between the cars.
1: I am so on edge, man. Oh,
0: and it's like the The sound on that is just like the whooshing sound. It was so, oh so good.
1: It's great. Yeah. I I, uh, I have to call out the, the guy in the van with the M60 yeah. who, who hits everything but Barry and then tries to – when he tries to hand off the gun yes. to the guy in the bike' is, it's, it's the cherry on top for this scene. <laughs> the guy hits it
0: but, like, doesn't grab it and it just keeps going and, like, tumbles into the back of a truck. And I just love – the shot just lingers on this guy who's standing – up out of the 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 car, the sunroof of the car, just looking at the scene, just kind of like, huh,
1: like that didn't that didn't go the way that we thought it would. I thought it was gonna go a lot smoother. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're handing off a, a, a let's see, an M16 is or an M60 is about, I think, a 15 pound gun to a guy on a, bike. a, on a motocross bike, yeah, who like very <laughs> wasn't ready for it, but still went for it. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, um yeah the and uh and then like when it ends up at the car dealership yes. that even is is very strange where she rides up on the roof well, well before before
0: we get to that i have to talk about the guy uh
1: the car salesman the car salesman and this is yes.
0: something apparently bill Hader um has said that they stro like the, that's one thing they were striving for in this show was that um Background characters are like people who have like one line they have like they have a line that tells a story um because they've had to do a lot of like bit parts and bit work so uh you know like the we were at we were at dinner and he ordered milk uh you know that's like a a, a throwaway right. line, but there's like so much to it, and there's something like you know that woman running
1: up like I had the conversation with my daughter there's a whole world in that line <laughs> and there's um there's a a line when uh sally is trying to appease barry after he yells at her in the office earlier this season
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and she's trying to order him dinner and she's like you have like pasta or something and then she goes do you have a kid's menu and (laughs) it's like i i know it's it's not a big deal because we we know who barry is but like that's a line that kind of defines barry's arrested development like so i i get what you're saying like this show is, is really great at at that one-line summation of something.
0: Yeah, and and then the the used car salesman, which is like another great scene, like he's talking while the action's kind of happening in the background. But just before the action really ramps Completely up. oblivious. Yeah. Yes. He says, well, I shouldn't be telling you this, but I'm having an affair <laughs> <to, laughs> These people he should just be selling a car to. And then when the biker goes on the roof, he goes, oh no, or he sees Barry running into the store. Oh no, not today, is what he yells. Which what is what what does
1: that mean? It's it I mean that's that's what I'm saying though. It's so bizarre. Uh every every aspect of it. And I think I just love this episode for for that. Yeah. I think Ronnie Lilly was my favorite episode until this one because it this just completely off the rails.
0: Yeah. But it all it all just works so well. And then Barry just the guy gets a, a gun and shoots shoots her off the roof twice because she gets back up oh and and then barry just walks away just walks away from the whole thing like nothing happened
1: yeah i mean that's kind of barry you know just kind of strolling through in the same way and we didn't get an update on these characters but the mom who shot her son
0: um and barry
1: just sort of wandered away from that uh completely oblivious I mean he's not oblivious in in this episode but just sort of uh, uh as if it didn't happen you know just oh, okay moving on and uh I'm not I'm not sure what it is about the character or what they're trying to say with a character who does that as flippantly as Barry does but it's it's very interesting to watch him do that
0: yeah oh yeah it it is and it does like you know, usually thinking of a show like Breaking Bad, um, there's just so much time Walt spends like trying to cover everything up and trying to make sure everything is clean and uh, whatever. And then you have this (laughs) where things just happen to Barry around Barry because of Barry. And uh, he just walks away. He is not concerned with uh, how does this reflect back on me? Uh, What does this all mean? He is just like, Oh, okay.
1: That was crazy. Well, on to the next thing. Yes, <laughs> it's um, it's uh, it's it's very odd and very um, I don't know. I think I don't know if anyone but Bill Hader could pull it off in exactly the right way. Oh yeah, I think I think, I think Bill Hader just inhabits this. I'm partly because Bill Hader just looks like an anonymous. An Anono- an anonymous white guy who could be anywhere in America and not be remembered. You know mm. what I mean? Just sort of like wander away from anything. And oh yeah, there was a guy here. I I don't know. You know, you would just kind of maybe remember him. You know what I mean? Right,
0: right. I mean that whole thing from the first season. Like if you if you saw him, you know who it was. But and like just everything oh, about yeah. him. Everything about him and his life has been so uh you know he he pretended to to sell car parts and like nobody questioned that yeah he's just he's just a dude he's just a guy yeah uh, and it turns out he's an incredibly unhinged guy uh with insanity happening all around him at all times um and it's and it's great uh and now we've got uh Janice's dad is going to get involved and that the way that yeah. was all shot and like the music ooh something big is coming there
1: um, I, I expected a big reveal when we saw his face. I'm like, who is this going to be? Is this a guy we've seen before? Is this a famous actor? And I'm just like, oh, no, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen that guy before.
0: Yeah, Robert Wisdom is his name. Um, I mean, he's another been in 10 million things kind of I'm sure, guy. Yeah, I'm
1: sure I've seen him. Yeah, um, but. Yeah,
0: I, and I, I'm, I'm trying to think, like I'm just kind of looking, scrolling through his stuff. Like he was in Watchmen. I mean, he's been in uh, a uh, yeah, just a bunch of shows. Like he's he's just been around, but yeah, I I was wondering like who's it gonna be? Uh, not anybody recognizable, but he still he has a good presence on screen. Oh, yeah. I would say
1: he looks uh, uh, menacing. Just the fa- the face he gave, maybe the angle they shot him at, and the way they kind of panned around him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you get you get a sense uh, that he's gonna be a big factor. Um, along with, you know, the obvious end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, how that's sewing up. But real quick, I also wanted to, because I almost forgot about this till just now, um, mention that uh, I think Albert is starting to yes, put okay, those yeah, I, pieces I was, together. I, from, I, it's right at the beginning of the episode. I forgot about it.
0: Yes. Oh, real quick. Uh, thank you, IMDb. 710... N um, is the I-710, and N means north. So just referencing the the motorcycle scene. Uh, But yeah, there we go. Yes, Albert. Uh, Let's let's talk a little bit about Albert. I like that that this episode added, um, again, with how good they are with writing sort of these small lines. You get to know Albert a little bit more because he's been just like this real hard-ass FBI guy. Uh, But he starts kind of putting the pieces together a little bit, and then you see him talking with uh chris's widow and uh and he's just like he's a totally different person and i just i I just felt like you got so much about his character uh in like the small amount of time he was on there
1: yeah you get a sense that you know like he has uh familiarity Uh with people and that's a but anyone that he doesn't he's very guarded he's very
0: takes his job very seriously yeah
1: Um, but I mean, you kind of saw that in his first appearance when, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm checking this out. And I saw a guy I served with, uh, was with Mr. Cousineau and they're like, yeah, he was helping his friend out. And he's like, yeah, that sounds like, but you know, he's like, you see this kind of like this, a little bit warmer side of him than we get. And then he figures out like the incompetence of the police chief and. I think that kind of that kind of makes him more of a hard ass as well.
0: Yeah, and the way that's um, played up again, like no way, no way, no ho, Hank would have done this. He's too soft. It had to have right. been the Raven. It's just like,
1: oh, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> justification for the Raven uh, hmm. being like, oh, he could be military. He has this cool leather jacket on. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it, it just, that chief just makes me laugh. He's great. Um, but yeah, um, when when he says uh, it's probably someone with military train, and then you just you just see the light bulb go on.
0: Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, and you know, like he he doesn't know for sure, but it's like, well, this is something you you know I have to check out because I'm I'm good at my job, and uh, and and I thought this the the last scene of this episode or the you know the ending of this episode was going to be Albert and Barry coming face to face and like oh that like there's the I tension. Did too. But nope, they subvert our expectations yet again.
1: Yeah, it's um, really a, a blindside ending um, that they only telegraph Right before the reveal. Yes. And I think I think the way they do that is is really brilliant.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So he you know he goes to the house and uh he is seeing. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually pull up the, the character's name here, so I'm not just referring to her as I was just Chris's, looking it up too because Chris's I keep calling
1: her Chris's widow.
0: Um it is uh Sharon. Sharon is so Karen David's the actor. Uh Sharon is the her name. Um and we, we had not yet seen that Fuchs had, had spoken uh, to her at all, but he's Barry's he's trying to like figure out, okay, who are these people that were shooting at me? And then he sees that Robert Goulet card. Um, Kenneth Goulet, not Robert Kenneth Goulet. Not Robert, yes. Robert <laughs> Goulet was
1: in her house. Robert um, Goulet, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just insane.
0: And then he pieces together what's going on and is like, what'd you put in the sauce? uh and then starts to foam at the mouth cuz obviously she poisoned him
1: yeah I, man i i really blindsided me because yep. i was on the same page you were i'm i'm like cuz she even says like oh, i'm putting a, a dinner together with uh some yes. veterans and it's like oh of course yeah albert will be there and uh uh this will be like uh, informal interrogation or just a full on confrontation. Right. But I really didn't expect it with her. Yeah. No. And and you know she's she's going for broke. We
0: saw Barry dodged the um and I, and I you know I thought it was such an interesting contrast at the start where it's like yes Barry also killed her husband um, but you had like the mom and son who like it broke them so much. That they were like driven to revenge immediately. And you see her at the start, and it's like obviously it affected her, but she has been able to move on with her life. And she's not caught in that same sort of depression um the the other woman was. Uh, right. But, but then you find out she still is ready uh for murder and ready to
1: avenge, and, yes. And
0: and goes for it. Uh and what what's gonna happen
1: to Barry? I don't know. That's man i i really have no idea where where this is going at this point you know like when we started covering this new season there was a lot of what do you think is going to happen where, where do we think this is going and uh man if if we were to try and peg that down today i think i would just throw my hands up and go, i have no idea <laughs> i really i really do not everything is so uh just in limbo right now of a million different places it could go
0: yeah and and we have two episodes left and if you know Barry is collapsing foaming at the mouth poison in this episode it's like i have no idea i have no idea what's going to happen in these next two uh just I, i'm not even going to try to venture a guess i mean obviously there's going to be something with um uh with Janice's father but uh, i don't know i don't know how Barry's going to you know, start next episode,
1: probably oh, we have the we have Janice's father, we have um Ryan's father, oh uh, yeah, and uh oh chris's Chris's widow. I was trying to think who else still <laughs> in play in the revenge game, yeah, um because I mean, Fuchs has basically set everybody against him at this point,
0: yeah, and i I still think like that's gonna backfire on Fuchs. I mean, we saw a little bit how it did this time. Um, right. But we'll, I mean, we'll, I guess I just have to say, we'll see. Uh, I I, I don't have anything to really speculate. Um, we didn't mention no, Noho Hank in one scene in this, again, a great scene. It's Noho Hank. Um, of course. and You know, it's okay. I think it's okay for a character to be sidelined, but I still love that he was talking to the guy and the guy yes. wanted to, <laughs> and he's like telling him everything about like, <laughs> Well, you know, he lied to you about being married and lied to you about being straight. Uh and then he like offers to franchise the store with Hank. So like even in, even in like a one small scene, it's like this is great.
1: It's yeah. Uh I I love when he's he's like uh so this guy lied to you about uh his business. He lied to you about being married, about being gay. Uh, uh or about uh uh, being straight and and he's like a lot of red flags yeah. and no hank does that thing of like oh, I got it so I should go to Bolivia and say no, no more, more red, red flags. flags right it's, it's <laughs> like the, the bad relationship uh uh denial uh thing it's just it's so it's so hank it's yeah. such a hank moment and uh the only thing wrong with it is that we didn't get more of it, but yeah. this was a full episode. Hank, Hank is too pure
0: for this world, uh, and I thought that even the cops kind of realized that. And they're like, "Oh yes. no, he's he's too soft, <laughs> he, and they, he's no threat." And They point to that my favorite photo of him that will ever exist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's episode six, season three of Barry. Is uh, there anything else? I mean, we've 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 really run through it. But is there anything we missed?
1: I I think the only other thing that uh, occurred to me this week was just how many of these episodes Bill Hader is directing himself mm-hmm. uh and of course he's very involved with the writing so just aside from like you know creating and starring in the show i love how hands on he is with the the full production of of making one of these episodes like that he he kind of takes the wheel on a lot of these uh, and it kind of just, I think, speaks to how much of a passion project this is. Oh yeah, for Bill Hader, I think.
0: Right, which is why I, I feel like even though there's been such insanity and so many twists, uh, it's all like working because it's it's obvious like they're not. He's not just doing it. Him and Alec Berg aren't just doing it. Of like, wouldn't it be really crazy if this happened? Trying to like get ratings. It's like they have a very personal attachment to this show. Right, uh, and it it pays off, and he's directing all of next season and after this one uh, that he directed. I am like, yeah, bring it on! Uh,
1: yeah, I, 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 I cannot wait already.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, if it's gonna be more stuff like this, then yes, please, absolutely.
1: It's it's just I think it's brilliant, and um, uh, I I now that it's playing out the way it's playing out, it's almost like uh. I, I wish he was directing the entire, he had directed the entire series. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. It just, it all stands out to me as like uh very hands-on in a way that even something like as much as I love breaking bad, but like Vince Gilligan didn't direct every, you know, this many episodes of breaking bad. Right. And he wasn't this hands-on with it in the middle of the season, you know, the, those middle seasons, it's mm-hmm. just sort of, he was show running. He had a lot of input, but it wasn't, the minutiae and the detail of, of these episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, I do think this is a show we compared to breaking bad a lot, but I, I think it's one of the, you know, it's one of the shows that's like kind of comparable in what they're, what they're doing here. Uh, I mean, man, I, I don't, there's not a lot like Barry out there. And I really love that Barry
1: exists. Uh, same. We, we do, uh, recommendations and, um kind of shout outs and talk about what we've been watching other than the movie we review on uh, the picture show and Austin's been shouting out a lot of um uh our flag means death mm-hmm. and he he talks a lot about how like that show like just really clicks with him and I'm I'm watching it now it's great uh but he's like I feel like this is a show that was made for me and when I talk about watching Barry around the same time I was like that is cuz it like that's the the flip side of of that for me is like, I feel like Barry, someone like said, I'm going to make a show for Phil. Uh, Barry is what would be sent directly to my TV. There's just something about this show that clicks uh, with my sense of humor, with uh, the dramatic stakes of it, the balance of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a really, really special show, I think.
0: Yeah, abso- absolutely. Um, I'm excited to talk through the the rest of uh the season to see what is coming um yeah i i just think this episode showed that they even three seasons in they are managing to surprise in ways that don't feel cheap and uh wh- whatever happens next we'll be here talking about it
1: um, absolutely yeah two f- more two to go
0: two more and then the the dreaded wait oh man uh for season 4 <laughs> Which, I mean, it's weird because, like, they killed Barry in this one, so I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the ultimate subversion of expectation.
0: Yep. We're going to keep calling it Barry, but I don't, we don't know what we it's going to more be. than a
1: season left without the title character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it is, whatever's coming, we'll be here talking about it. Uh, Phil, where can people find you in the meantime while we're all on edge uh, for the next episode?
1: You can listen to my podcast, The Picture Show with Austin and Phil Rude. And yes, I did almost forget what it's called. <laughs> uh, you can get that wh- wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you can shout at me on Twitter. I'm at Phil Rood or on Instagram at Phil 75. Where can the folks find you, David? People can find me. I do another show, Hit Me One
0: More Time. I also do Movie Go Round and on the socials. Davla's, Davluz, D A V L U Z. So find me there and you will find us here next week. Phil, thanks for talking about the show with me. I'm glad I have somebody. I, can really I, I know. It this with. is such a great outlet for me. <laughs> Seriously. Well, <laughs> listening audience, we hope you're enjoying it too. Please do let us know. Uh, you know all the different ways you can reach us. We'd love to hear from you and we will see you next week. See ya.